Hey everyone, welcome to Normal 40, the podcast. My name is Lon Strohshine, founder of the Normal 40 and pilot on the podcast with my friend Adam Eaton. Hey, look, a couple of things for you really quick before you launch into this podcast. One, hopefully you've realized that we're launching it a little bit late. Normally we launch these on Monday mornings. Well, uh, we change that up a little bit. We are now going to start launching our podcast on Thursday mornings. Why? Well, mostly because we can, and we want to try something new. So we're going to try that. But two, you're going to get something today. Uh, we're going to drop for you what we are calling Normal 40, the Ramble After Hours. And all this is, look, we didn't we didn't really anticipate or know or uh, what we were going to do with this. But after each podcast, Adam and I typically stick on the phone for a while, and we talk about a whole bunch of things, usually relating to the podcast, although not exclusively. And we are going to leave that for you right here on the last podcast, the podcast that we put out um, just about two, well, two weeks ago, exactly called the anniversary. We rambled after that. We talked about all sorts of stuff. We're going to leave that for you right here and then be on the lookout this Thursday and every other Thursday going forward for the new content and the new podcast. Our thought is that every other week we'd launch a new podcast and the weeks in between, we're going to drop in normal 40, the ramble. Uh, and you get to be part of what happens after hours. Hey, everyone, thanks for being here. I hope you enjoy this ramble, and I hope that you know if you ever want to ramble, you know where to find me. Thanks again, and I will see all of you on the next page. All right, post show time, Lon. You, you tease right. the post show time. This is this is the for those who are out of order. This would be the post show for the episode. I think we titled the anniversary. So uh, this is the, uh, maybe known as the the Daytona Beach episode, as you see the yeah. public setting behind you there, Lon. Is that wall yellow? Go. By the way, has been distracting yeah. me the entire show. Is that a yellow wall behind you? It's it's totally yellow. It's yellow on both sides. It's oh, awesome. uh, you know it's very. Very Daytona, Daytona Beach. beachy. Yeah, yeah. Very Daytona Beach. It is. Beach. It is very yellow. Yeah. I didn't I didn't know where else to do this. I could I could spin the camera around and then you'd see the inside of an apartment. That didn't <laughs> seem very appealing. So yeah. So there again, kind of like the Hawaii episode. If I turn the camera around and you could see the setup I've got here, it's it's nothing to be proud of. There's a <laughs> lot of there's a lot of farm kit in this setup. Let me just tell you that for free. I just think it's cool, like um I'm often curious when I talk to people, their perspective on like how a podcast is put together <laughs> versus yeah. what the reality of how a pod is put together. Like I, I don't know, and I don't want to spoil anything for the listeners and make it seem as though you and I don't take this seriously. But I think people assume we meet twice a week. We come up with ideas. We have agendas. We have storyboards, and we have you know, uh, you know, time. We're going to go in and out of topics, and uh, it's, it's the exact opposite of all of that. Everything that you think it might be, it is very much the exact opposite. I think it's just cool to take people behind the scenes and say, you and I talked about this episode uh, probably about one hour and 16 minutes ago, and we are about yeah. an hour into recording. So that's a little behind the scenes yeah. of the podcast game. You know, but I think I think that's really a great point. You know, I think there are a lot of podcasts who do exactly what you said. There's a pre-meeting and then a meeting okay. and then a post-meeting and there's a schedule. Um, and there's, hey, here are the things we want to get across. And that, that's fine. That's 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 just fine for some people. You and I are wired the same to just kind of show up, be vulnerable, and and um, do what feels right. 
And so we can, we, we literally there again, Adam knows this obviously, but we literally, he's right in the minutes before this, we said, well, and I'll, I'll be thinking about it through the course of the sure. week. Okay. Hey, what is, what yeah. is a good topic? But I don't, you and I don't correspond on it until usually the day of, I'm like, Hey, here's what I'm thinking. Here's what I'm thinking. Um, and today was your suggestion, Adam. It was like, well, it's been a year. Maybe we should talk about the year. Hell yeah. My, my suggestion, what I thought it was going to be is, um, uh, what did I send you? I was going to talk about, Oh, burnout. Burnout. Yeah. Uh, I did a post last week about burnout and it, it got a lot of email traffic. So it's a, it's a topic that, that we'll take on. I just thought we'd talk about burnout, what it feels like, you know, what it is, how I view it, blah, blah, blah. Um, but we, we called Notable in the hour before and said, no, let's talk about the year in review. And hopefully it came off as exactly what it is, completely authentic. Yeah, I think it was fun. I, I th- it's funny um, when you said that. One of the things I always, um, we talk a lot about you know corporate America and corporate life. One of the things they always get feedback on throughout my entire career, and it's just kind of a quirk that, that plays really well now, but for a lot of people, it's very uncomfortable. I don't rehearse. So like I, I, I distinctly remember um, I got a new boss for the first time and I had a big presentation to do in front of, you know, 300 plus people in an auditorium. Right. And, you know, big topics. And my boss's boss was going to be there. And my boss's 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 boss was going to be there. And, you know, I got the assignment and I'm, you know, I'm doing all my my pre-work. And uh, I went into a meeting with my boss and we kind of went over content and he was like, OK, great. He's like, so do you want to you want to run through this? And I was like, no, I'm good. He was like, you don't want to, you don't want to rehearse this. I was like, no, actually, I don't. He was like, well, how are you gonna? I'm like, I, I know what I need to say. I'm, I'll, I'll get up and I'll say it. And he was like, I, I really think we should rehearse. I'm like, I don't rehearse. <laughs> and he was like, I don't understand. I'm like, I'm, with all due respect, I don't rehearse. And here's why: if I rehearse something and I say something that sounds great, I think in my mind, ooh, that was good. I need to do that again. And then when I get up to do what it is I'm trying to do. I think so much about trying to recreate that, that I get myself all lost because I'm too busy trying to say that exact phrase, the exact way I said it. And I let my mind get too cluttered with that where versus if I just go up and just start talking, I'll say that thing probably. But if I, if I rehearse it or if I know what I have to say it, then it kind of messes me up through the process. And so it's always been one of those things that has driven my leaders crazy is I will not rehearse stuff, but it plays well in this setting where I'm like, I don't need to rehearse. Yeah. Let's just go talk. Right. Uh, but it drives yeah. corporate America. America folks crazy to, to not sit and rehearse something. <laughs> well, especially when you're sitting there with your boss, it's like, yeah, I don't know if I can trust you. To <laughs> yeah, <not." no. laughs> yeah. Yeah. And to, yeah, to, to, to close the loop on that story, we knocked that presentation out of the park. He called me in the office. Yes. He was like, dude, that was fantastic. Like, you do you from from here on out whatever you need to do right so that that story ended well awesome. but it's always that awkward one where you go yeah, I don't rehearse I just I just talk yeah I love it uh, so Adam I got a question for you hit me I'm I'm really rallying around this concept of the awkward conversation and it's becoming so obvious to me um, after all the conversations that I've had that and I, I talked about it in this last episode that people really are everybody every person whether you're thinking about leaving or not doesn't matter everybody is one awkward conversation away from a radically improved day week month or year it's normal I mean I, I can go back uh, I'm sure I've, I'm sure I've still got several um None, I don't think I've got, I'm, I'm not avoiding any awkward ones that are going to improve my life, but I've got some that could probably improve my day or week for sure. 
Um, but I used to. I used to have. I used to avoid awkward conversations that could change my life. Like I would carry them, and I knew I couldn't ask them because, you know, you just can't do it. I'm curious for you. Is there an awkward conversation that you're carrying around that you'd love to ask someone? Yeah. Yeah. The short answer is yes, uh, for sure. I, I think, um, I kind of bucket that two ways. I think about, you know, personal awkward conversations, right. To improve sort of interpersonal relationships, people in your, yeah. your friend family circle. Right. I think there's definitely a few of those. I can think of at least two off the top of my head. Um, and, and even professionally. Yeah. I think, you know, I, I kind of told the story. I, I told you, um, um, one last time we did this, I'll tell you another one, which was, it was kind of an awkward conversation, but, uh, I'm, I'm damn glad I had it. And I'll, I'll kind of share it with you now. I know I told you once before, but I'll clue the listeners in on, um, I was at work one day and I'm talking to somebody who works for me. Great guy. Um, new to my team. We've worked together about six, seven months now. Really glad he's on the team. Super great guy. Does great work. Uh, just a, a salt of the earth kind of guy. And, uh, you know, with anybody you work with, you know, you get to know them over time. The kids, the wife, what do you do for fun? What do you do this weekend? Right. You get to know some people. And he knew and knows I'm a big um, sports fan. He knows I do another sports related podcast. We've talked about that. Right. We've had that conversation. So he and I are wrapping up a touch base, a one on one. And, you know, so I'm like, hey, man, we'll have a great day. If you need something, you know, give me a call. Thanks for what you do. I'm, you know, doing my usual closing speech. And he said, hey, by the way, heard your uh, latest episode of your podcast, man. It was great. And I was like, oh, yeah, the one where we interviewed the player. You know, yeah, no, that, he, he was a good guy. He was like, no, no, not that one. The the, the 41. And instantly I went, oh, <laughs> Cause I, don't, I haven't shared it with people. I haven't, and I don't know what episode he's referring to. And I'm thinking to myself, gee, did I say something? And I was like, oh man, did I do anything? I should, what, what? And so I, instantly a fear like look came over. I could, we're on a team's call so I can see my face. And a fear just kind of washed <laughs> over me. Right. And uh, he said, man, it was great. It was so eye opening. It was, he said, it was, it was just, it's really, really got me thinking a lot. And so, uh, you know, this was the awkward conversation. He obviously heard what we talked about, right? He kind of knows what it is. And I said, hey, man, listen, you know, for me, I separate out, you know, work and what I do and kind of where I am. And we had to have the awkward conversation around. This doesn't mean I'm unhappy in my job, that I'm going to leave my job, that I think what we're doing is terrible, or it's just another side of my life and what's important to me. But in that moment, I had to have that awkward conversation where it's funny, after I had it, I almost, it's interesting. It's kind of one of those growth moments where, I felt the need to explain myself, but then I felt, why do I feel the need to explain myself? Why do I feel the need to explain to him? Like, this is a little bit about who I am and what I work on. Right. So it was definitely an awkward conversation I had recently. And it's definitely changed our dynamic. I feel like we've, we've connected a little bit better. I feel like we have a better understanding. I think we've been working a lot, not that we were having issues before working together, but I think it's only strengthened uh, our relationship. So when you talk about awkward conversations, that that's literally one I had to have recently where, you know, and I'll use confess here in air quotes. I had to confess yeah. that, yes, I have a secret podcast nobody knows about and that we talk about feelings and emotions and the next journey of your life. Um, and then that can be awkward to somebody who works for you who's like, wait a minute, are you leaving? Because I came to work here because I want to work together. But uh, it, I think that's ultimately kind of formed our relationship stronger. So that was that was a recent awkward one that I've had to have. And there's probably a few of those that are that are out there percolating that that at some point will uh, will come to the surface. Right on. Yeah. That's a, that's a great example. I, it is, um, I'm in a different position than you. So when people tell me they've heard the podcast, I'm like, Oh yeah, which one? Let's talk about it. What do you think? I don't have to, I don't have to wonder, you know, they're what they're wondering. I don't, I don't, I don't have to care what they're wondering. Uh, And it is, it is so different. It is, it is so 
different. Um, where 366 days, well, more than that, 370 days ago, I would have had to care what uh, what what they might have taken from it. So, I, uh, it's interesting I though. That. Yeah, and and I, I I had a lot of self reflection after that around like why was I like why was I reluctant to talk about that? Why didn't why wasn't I like oh yeah man it was a cool show? Have you heard all of it? like why did I not like just lean in and embrace that? And it's it's kind of that muscle memory right of having to get sort of comfortable in your own skin and kind of where you are. But ultimately, I think what's interesting is it's such an interesting just conversation around the the perceptions of what leaders and bosses and, and employees and what that relationship needs to be like that if you're a boss you have to only be committed to the job and you have to only think about work and you have to only you know you want to be here forever and that's such bullshit because that's not what any leader thinks right not that there's people yeah. walking around unhappy in their jobs but it's kind of like that first time when you're a kid and you see your teacher at the grocery store and you go oh my goodness miss mcgillicuddy goes to the grocery store right it's such a mind-blowing <laughs> thing but it's kind of the same concept around hey yeah you know what your boss the, the person you love working for and the person you get along with and the person that you're so glad you're on his or her team yeah they have feelings too by the way yeah maybe they went through something yesterday hey maybe they're thinking about their next phase hey maybe they love their job but they've got this new calling in their life, right? Like, and you get, you feel the need to hide that. And it kind of reminds me of the first time you saw the teacher at the grocery store and you can't believe that they're out and they're humans and they go places and they do things. Right. And, and it's kind of the way sometimes I think people think about their boss in some respects. Uh, such a good point. God, it's a great point. Uh, even as the husband of a kindergarten teacher, uh, I'm, I'm Mrs. Strohshine's husband. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, we, we see she sees kids and like looking at her like, why aren't you in the classroom on a Sunday at two in the afternoon? <laughs> sure, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so great. But um, it, it, it's such a great point. My my wife busts me all the time. You know, I mean, you're into this now and I will still get people like when we're in Hawaii or when we're traveling together, um, people will ask me, so what do you, uh, you know, so what do you do? What do you do? W-D-Y-D, that dreaded question. So what do you do? You know, the thing that opens up every conversation. I still, my answer sucks. My answer sucks. And she calls me out on, I, when, when, when I get asked, I just feel her kind of do one of these and say, how are you going to answer this this time? Because I'm watching. And, you know, I, I'm getting better, but I, she, she called me on it. I, I would always start with, well, I was a public company executive for 14 years. And then he's like, you always have to quantify who you were before you sure. get around to establishing who you are. I'm like, yeah, I do. Sorry. God dang it. You're right. Quit it. Quit being why, right. Why is that though? And uh, why is that though? I don't know. I don't, I don't to this day. If, if somebody walked through this door over here and said, Hey, Lon, what do you do? I, I still don't have a canned. 90 you know 90 word answer that nails it i i would still probably say something along the lines of um you know after after a successful career i don't know um i decided that uh, uh i that i had something in me that i needed to go chase and that happened to be um you know, normal 40. And then I, I would explain what normal 40 is. And still, even when I'm explaining it to you, it sucks. <laughs> I have got to, I've got to get, I've got to get around that. And so it's, it's, it is hard. It is one of the hardest things about this change 
when you go to work for another company, and we took, we've actually talked about this in previous podcasts. My whole life, I had the title that I couldn't wait to share. Now it's like, uh, trust me, I'm, I'm important. You know, I do, I got, I do good things for people who really like me. I'm really good. Stay tuned. Trust me. <laughs> and uh, so it's, I, I got to, and it's not that I'm ashamed of it. It's just, yeah. I don't, I don't know how to use words that people will understand. Like I'm a coach. Oh, well, I don't know. I don't, I, what, like volleyball? Baseball, right. <laughs> right. Yeah. right. So it's fine. It's, I, it's, uh, I have a theory. I have a theory I'll try on. You tell me if you think this makes sense. So uh, I've, talked about, I've talked about my wife a little bit. Um, so my wife is a uh, um, very smart lady, master's degree in education, um, taught in classroom for a little over a decade. And then just the way our family was kind of brought together after we had our second, um, she got some fortunate luck on her part, not luck, but she, she's talented, but luck in the sense of timing is she found a, a job teaching online. So now she teaches early childhood education. So essentially she teaches teachers to, to be teachers, right? Uh, which is, she loves yeah. it. It's great. She loves teaching. Um, and she's got another college that she's now working at and she's got some other stuff that she does with the colleges. So short story long, that's become kind of her full-time career job, right? And just commentary on maybe where things are in society these days, who knows, but she can actually make more money doing that than she would if she was a classroom teacher. Right. So the benefits just far outweigh, um, outweigh any negatives. But every time we meet somebody and they go, Hey, what do you do for a living? She always goes, Oh, I'm an online educator, but I spent 10 years in the classroom and you know, I spent 12 and I always say to her, why do you, why do you do that? Like, why do you feel like you're an online teacher? Like millions of people take school online. Why do you do the qualifier? And her answer to me has always been this two things. One, she feels guilty because she knows that she has it a little bit, quote unquote, easier than than other teachers. And two, she doesn't want people to think that she's like, quote unquote, lazy and like won't go and get a real job. That's why she does that. And I'm like, but but honey, Steph, like that's you, you're doing a real job. But in her mind, she feels like people are going to judge her for being like, oh, couldn't cut in the classroom. <laughs> no, you just teach online now. So she feels like she has to disarm them a little bit by saying, oh, no, I did teach in the classroom a little bit. So she, she always has that that sensitivity that people are going to think that maybe she couldn't cut it. So she's got to clarify. No, I was really I was really a teacher at one point but now now i've gone here too so not saying it's happening with you but that's that's what i've experienced with my wife as she's done something similar in conversations yeah no i think i think there is something that you kind of want to you want to have the 10 word answer that people can relate to i'm a classroom teacher i'm a public company executive you know uh uh i'm a security officer at a public company those, those things that, oh, I, okay, I, I can ask you some questions about that. I can get it. I'm a dude who helps people transition in midlife when they know that their best days are in front of them, but they don't know how to go get them. It's like, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, well, good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. So it's like, how, what is it? What is it? So uh, I, I, in, it's, like I said, I'm a year in and my answer what I'm doing, I am proud of. How we're doing it, I am proud of. I wake up every morning happy and thrilled and fascinated. How I put it into a 10 word answer, I don't know, man. I don't know. I haven't got it yet, but I'll get it. Well, on the bright side, uh, you know, a year from now, you can say, I'm, a, I'm an author. Yes. I'm a, I'm, I'm a speaker. 
right? You you you'll have some of those those buzzwords to be able to. Uh, hey, thank uh, you for that. Out. I like this. There you go. There you this, go. Is, this is good coaching. I love <laughs> there it. There you go. You're welcome. I'll send you a bill. <laughs> <laughs> as long as it's the same size of bill that I send out, we're going to go on just fine. <laughs> That's perfect. That is perfect. Uh, so I got a question for you. We're this is episode twelve. Sure. What do you want? What do you want this podcast to look like in a year? Do you want to be part of the podcast? And this is the awkward conversation I want wow. to have with you. Yeah. I want to know. Um, and and look, and let me let me just set it up. I mean it sincerely when I say the podcast wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. I mean it sincerely when I say I think you do a spectacular job. I mean it sincerely when I say we've got a good chemistry. We, we just fit. We, we work together well. Uh, I mean it when I say I trust you. And I mean it when I say I enjoy this. And I want to I wanna continue to do this for as long as you want to do it. But I don't, wanna, I don't want it to feel like a job for you. I want it to be something that you feel part of. And you're not just the guy recording and posting. Um, and I just, my awkward question is, what does this look like for you in a perfect world in a year from now? Exactly like it looks today is, is, is my honest answer. I, I enjoy uh, the, the whole entire process. Again, so a little inside baseball for a lot of folks. The other pods I do are all sports related, right? So people only come to me or, or, or think of me as the guy who knows who had the game winning home run in that, you know, seventh game of the world series or who won the super bowl in you know, 1999. So this gives me sort of additional lane that kind of spread my wings a little bit, flex additional muscle that, that, that I enjoy. Um, and I'm, I'm super interested in the subject matter. You know, I'm super interested in, and and helping and learning and listening and being curious about people who've going through similar situations um, you know, that, that I can relate to just from a career perspective and even age perspective. So, um, for me, I'm, I'm, I've enjoyed this. It's, it's a, it's a great escape from sort of the day to day of what life is, um, in some respects and gives me a sort of a safe space to be part of that. So I, I, I enjoy the show. I want to figure out ways for us to continue to grow it and develop it and, and take it to places where we can reach more people and it has more impact. You know, I want to find ways to introduce more content um, I'm, I'm curious what I'm, what I want to find out on the episode. We just, we just recorded pre, um, this, uh, this little ramble here. How does that one rate? Because this is going to be a different one than the rest of ones we've done. The rest of ones we've done have been very topical, right? Very subject matter driven. This is more two dudes just riffing, right? Two, two dudes just like, yeah. Hey man, just see what's happened in the news last week. And just more of an Adam and Lon personality show versus a let's talk about a subject matter show. Um, I wouldn't like at some point to figure out, does that rate? And is there an opportunity for us to do more stuff like this, where you and I are just talking, we're just, we're just talking about stuff. We're, we're just, we're not educating. We're not informing. We're just, we're, we're more entertaining. And I think there's a, there's a lane where I'd like to figure out that makes sense. But, um, I've enjoyed being part of the, of the normal 40 universe. So I don't, I don't see any, um, any change needed on my side. I will say one thing that I appreciate is I get any number of people in my in, in my messages, you know, either on social media or whatever. I want to start a podcast. Can you help me? And I love, sure. Hey, man, let's talk. Like, I'd love to help you figure out how to start a podcast. And they've got episode one figured out. And they've got episode two figured out. And I'm like, well, what's episode three look like? Ah, well, we'll figure that out where we go, right? And and so many people say they want to do this and then cut one or two episodes and then they realize it's too hard, takes too much time. 
I appreciate that you show up every two weeks and I can send you a zoom link and you're going to be across the screen for me and you're going to keep, you know, kiss staying committed to it. So I would say as long as you're committed to it, I love the genre of podcasting. I love the ability to, you know, to share information and entertain and have some fun and do that stuff. So as long as you're going to be on the other end of the screen, that's probably been the biggest challenge I've had. If I'm being perfectly honest. There's a whiteboard that sits right above me right here. I can do a little bit of a tilt right you there. The whiteboard uh, that sits yeah. right above me, right? And I, this is my idea board and I write all my ideas down. I've probably got ideas for like 10 other shows on that board, right? That I'd love to do one day but I can never find people to work with me on those shows. And so when I find someone like you, who's interested and willing and able and committed, um, that's the most fun for me, man, because it gives me that opportunity to do that. So long way to way of saying I'm, I'm, I'm in for the journey as long as the journey is here for me. Two questions. One, what is, what is next level for us? I mean, at, at some point, and you mentioned one, maybe, you know, there's, there's us riffing. Um, and I'm, I'm curious too. My gut tells me that this episode we just did won't do as well as others. I could totally be wrong. It's just my gut going in. I don't know. I never know. Um, but, uh, what, what can we do? You know, let's assume that anything was an option. We had a budget, we had, you know, people would be willing to come and share whatever. What? How would we step it up? I think for us, it would be about the integration of some additional voices to the platform, right? Hearing from people, talking to people. One of the things I've always tried to do with any show and, and my goal all, all the time is have interesting conversations with interesting people. And I think that's that's for me is an evolution for this show at some point is how do we have interesting people and have interesting conversations about 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 what they're about. So I think it's integrating some additional voices, finding some additional folks to share their versions, their stories. But I, I think I kind of disagree with you a little bit on this episode. And I, we'll, I guess we can do a little gentleman's bet on this one. I think people right. want to get to know you more than you realize. They want to know more about you. I think they want to know more about what you did, what you're doing, what you worked on, how it went, right? I think that there's, there's an interest there versus always just hearing about, you know, a, a, a topic or sort of a subject matter. So I think this one will rate really well. So we can do a gentleman's bet um, and, and figure out which one does better. Um, so I think integrating new voices, but I think new platforms to, to reach people, right? I think as, you, as the book grows, as the web presence grows, um, I think new platforms, new ways to reach people, um, getting them content in the way that they want to have content delivered. I think that's how we help grow. Um, you know, I think some people are very wired in a certain way. I think the more we can find ways to be, um, a little bit more outreaching in our content, I think is the ability for us to grow. But I think, you know, we have to define what grow means. So to me, this is just me talking out loud. Growth doesn't mean a thousand more downloads. It doesn't mean we grew. That just means a thousand more people listen to us. That doesn't mean that we evolved, we grew as a show, that we've done something different, that we've, we've, we've made great content. I've always been of the mind. I can make the best Thing I've ever made in, in my mind, hang up the phone or close the computer and go, that's the best I've ever done. And I, I'm okay with that. And if nothing else happens after that point, I'm fine. 
some people look at it and go, well, I only got 500 views. That wasn't the best thing I've ever done. But I can cut. No, that's the best work I've done is that episode right there. And and maybe others won't see it and won't feel it over time. But that's my best work. So I don't I never look at growth in terms of numbers. I look at more in terms of growth, in terms of content, in terms of people that we can reach um, and in terms of impact you can have. Right. Um, and I think we've we've grown as we've gotten, you know, the, the show off the ground. But I think that's that's to me where growth comes not a thousand more downloads or 10,000 more downloads, uh, but people who really are taking our content, using it, sharing it, and it's making an impact on their lives. Uh, finding ways to get that, that feedback from people, I think is also important. My second question. I, got, I had a follow-up question to that one, but I, I'm going to stick with my initial second question. Uh, and that is, um, what do you want from this podcast? in a year from now. And I really want to know that. And let me put some more meat on that while you're thinking about it. Cause I know you, you're not wired to, to think about you and receiving. Um, when I sat down with Jeremy um, to write my book in my very first conversation, I asked him that question. I'm like, look, if I hire you and I'm going to pay you a lot of money and you're going to help me write a book that is going to have my name on it. Okay. So this is all about, right. I'm paying you. You're going to help me. But I want to know, Jeremy, what do you, what do you hope this book does for you? Um, and he sat back. He's like, nobody's ever asked me that. And, and he thought, he's like, why do you, why, why is that important? And I said, because if it's just going to be another book for you and it's not going to do anything for you, I'm going to be another dude who sits in this couch and answers questions for you and pays you. And then I'm done. But if you've got something that you want from that book too, then we've got a, something to work on together. And I, I'm asking you the same question. This has to do something for you. What do you want it to do for you? Whether it's related to normal or you're not, I don't care. I just want to know there is something that, Boy, it would be great in one, two, or three years if it led to what? And I know Jeremy's answer. Uh, I, yeah. I wrote it down, and we're going to do it. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I, I want the platform, right? I want the platform to, to be able to continue to grow um, personally, right? I think um, I would love the ability to to find new things for myself to do, right? New challenges for myself. So I'd, I'd, I love the platform, right, for... 16 months from now, you call me and go, Adam, normal 40s going through the roof. Uh, you know, I've, I'm, I got to hire staff. I got, I got to do something. I got to, and, and Hey, I'm right here for you, Lon. Like I, I want the, I want the platform. I want the, the guy who's listening to the show in six months who DMs and says, Hey, your story is interesting. I'd love to talk more about it. Right. Um, it's funny. I, I don't mention some of my own personal goals, but, um, I'd also love to write a book. I'd also love to do a Ted talk. Those are two things I'd love to do. I'm, I'm very passionate about, um, leadership in general. Um, I've had a lot of bad leaders in my life that I've worked for. Um, and I've sort of morphed my leadership style around what I don't want to do. Um, and, and sort of formed a lot of, of principles and things that I've done from that perspective. And one of, if you gave me my live stream, I would love to work for companies and, and walk into a room of leaders and say, Hey, great news, everybody. Um, I'm here. I'm your leadership consultant. I have great news. You are all assholes. 
You don't know it yet, but you are. And here's why, right? I think there's so many good people that leave jobs, leave companies because they work for someone who's a complete asshole and they, the, the, the leader either doesn't know or doesn't care. Um, and so I'd love to be that guy that walks in the room, hits them right between the eyes. They go, hey, good news, chief. Talk to your team. They don't like you. And here's why, right? But guess what? I'm here to help you fix that, right? Um, so I'd love the ability to have the platform to continue to grow my personal network of people who who see me here, hear me here, um, see my name on your LinkedIn stuff, see all that stuff. And at some point, someone's going to be like, hey, I heard what Adam said. Maybe I should reach out and see if there's opportunity. So I look at this as one big, giant networking opportunity, one big, giant opportunity for me to spiderweb out and find you know, maybe what my next second half story looks like, right? Maybe what that second half looks for me. Maybe there's somebody who's like, hey, the way you do Lon's podcast is great. Can I hire you to do mine? You know, that those would be things that I would love. So I think this platform gives me that opportunity. So my reasons are a little selfish, I guess. Um, but if, Good. If, if they weren't selfish for me, I don't know what they'd be selfish for. But um, but I, I want the platform. I want the ability to to have my name out there and, and, and network and meet people. And again, a year from now, someone thinks of my name as an opportunity for something or something comes my way and I, I get a chance to do something different because of the platform. Right. So um, I'm not one that's naturally it's funny. Um doing a pod you think it's different i'm not naturally self-promoting I, I don't like to self hey look at our new show this i just something about that just crawls my skin i'm just not a natural self-promoter so i will be the guy who saves the kitten from the burning building and goes and tells nobody about it just because that's just how i'm wired uh and i often need people in my life to go hey did you guys see adam save that kitten from the building um and that's kind of what you and this become for me you sort of become the hey did you guys hear adam did that did you guys hear that talk he gave so you and the audience by extension become that that promotional tour so um, I want platform. I want the spider web, my network and, and continue to climb across it in a curious fashion. And maybe one day I bump into something that takes me to my second half story. Well, dude, just promise me this. I believe, I believe that what we're doing is going, has the capability to do all of those things that you just talked about. All of them. Just promise me when they show up, you take them. Sure. Yeah. Don't, um, don't, don't think that um, next month or next year will be easier. There'll be another call, whatever. My, my whole, I'm, I'm probably saying it clumsily, but um, when, when it becomes clear on what you want from this, know that I'm a dude in your corner and I am going to do everything I can to help make it happen. And those are not just bullshit words I'm saying. If you identify something, someone, an angle, a target, and you even if it feels to you like, ah, it's kind of Lon's thing, you better bring it up to me. Because I, my mission is to make sure that you stay on or get on or find what it feels like to be on mission. And so whatever that is, wherever it presents itself, man, let's let's talk about it because I'm a yeah. dude in your corner and I want to help make it happen. Yeah. And, and, and to be transparent, that's why I keep showing up too, because I, I know that, right. I know that we're building something great. I know that we're like, if I felt like this was just a fly and that like, this isn't going to get anywhere at some point, I'd be like, you know, well, this has been fun, but I got, I got a couple of uh, things I got to do here, but I also believe in what, what's, what's happening here. Um, and, and I want to be a part of it, right. Whether it's a, you know, for the next five years or the next 50 years, right? Like whenever that is, what I, what, what I love to do is I'm, I'm big on legacy, right? I, I always think a lot about legacy. Um, 
I, I this is just how I think. So excuse the weirdness, but I watch a Dude. lot of doc. I watch a lot of documentaries, and sometimes the in last my, chapter <laughs> of my book is called the Legacy Dog. <laughs> sometimes so. in my mind, I think about if I was watching my own documentary, like what would that look like? What would be in that? What would sort of be in the movie? And and I think about things I've been a part of, and I can easily sit my see myself sitting in front of the camera, the interviewer going. And I knew normal 40 was going to hit. I knew it was big. I knew it was going to work. I was so glad to be a part of it and look where it's at now. And so for me, this is a, a legacy building item, whether I'm a part of it for five years or 50 years, right? It'll continue on to be something great. And wherever I'm at in my station in life, I can look back and go, Hey, I, I was a part of that for a while. I was a part of that process or I'm still a part of that process. Right. Um, because I always think about legacy. What's the legacy you leave behind? Um, and so for me, this is one of those legacy building items where, you know, this thing, in my opinion, and I'll, I'll put thing in air quotes, not as a, you know, not as a, a derogatory statement, has the ability to, to go anywhere it wants to go and to, to be on, on, on the plane with the pilot as we take that ascent. Um, that's a cool opportunity, man. That's a cool opportunity. Yeah. I, uh, it's just been in the last few months that it's dawned on me that it really is possible, not probable yet, but it really is possible that Normal Forty moved from idea to movement. Yeah. In 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 the, it's the hardest place in the world. I should be careful. It's a really hard place. To, to build a movement because nobody can talk about it. It's, 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 uh, so the fact that there's 2,700 people in the group, the fact that this podcast will be heard by thousands of people over the course of the next few months, um, because they're in this state of mind or state of being that's just not fulfilling, but they can't talk about it is fascinating, but it'll still find them. It still slowly percolates out and, and grabs people. And I just, I'm excited about where, where it could go. And I'm, you asked the question on the podcast, it was such a good one. You know, what did you have to wrestle with recently? And the reason I was wrestling with coaching, uh, I know I have to continue to be a coach and do some coaching to stay sharp. It, it keeps me sharp, keeps me sharp on my subject matters. But free calls do that too. Those free calls are, are gold. Um, it, it, it's helpful to them and it's helpful to me. I pick up content and tidbits and tools and angles from those calls every single day. And I, like I've said, I've got hundreds of hours of, of recorded content. Um, and uh, the reason I didn't, I wasn't sure I even wanted to do this cohort, even though I'd advertised it and people already paid, I just about sent money back. And the chairman of my board said, you're fucking crazy, man. Do it. If mm. you don't like it after you've done it, then don't do another one. But you've got it. You've got the dudes. They're ready to go. Go do it. And then she said, and then take it to a stage already, would you? And I go, <laughs> yeah, good point. Yeah. This was just two weeks. This was just two weeks ago. And I, I just launched this, this uh, cohort last week. So it's a, uh, the reason I didn't want to is because I felt like coaching was going to take away from doing bigger stuff, reaching more people, writing more books, doing more podcasts, doing more of those things. And it does, but it also keeps me sharp. So anyway. Yeah. 
I'd um, so I'd, I'd, I'd love thing. to coach. Go ahead. It, it, for, for me, I'd, I'd love to, to actually coach. It's, I, I haven't shared this with you either, but um, I actually spend time with a career. She, she started off as a career coach, but she's now more like a life coach, if you will. Um, uh, shout out to Ange, by the way. Life. She's fantastic. Ange is, is great. And um, we, we chat once a month, similar to what you do. And uh, I just love the concept of helping people. Love the concept of sitting down with someone who's like, oh, I'm so locked. And you spend an hour talking and they walk away going, man, whew. I feel better. I feel, I feel like I've got a path and a direction. And I think, I think it's a cool part of kind of your personality that I've seen. Like I, part of me just wonders, and this is just me speculating. I don't, I don't know if you'd be as happy if you didn't have the ability to have that one-on-one -on -one connection with people. And maybe the, the free calls give you that. Right. And so maybe that's sort of the, the, the ability to sort of keep having that, but there's probably an element of you that would be, you know, kind of, kind of sad to be removed from that right sometimes you, you you give that away because it's you know it's too much time but i think that's kind of the core of who you are yeah uh, you nailed it you did you absolutely nailed it i do love it it i get off of every coaching call exhausted and fulfilled um whether they're free or paid i just do they they absolutely fill me up i love the challenge of the moment um just like i'm sure Ange does for you. You, you got to be right. And I, by the way, I can see you wired to do that. Um, just one thing to think about: if you've got it, if you've got coaching on your legacy board, I would encourage you to go get your certification. And to the extent your company pays for pays for continuing education, see if they'll pay for it. Because I'll tell you this, and it, and I mean it, and I've said it a hundred times to people who I talk to who are thinking about getting a coaching certification. Like, even if you never become a coach and you have your own, have your own side hustle, it will make you a better executive. It made me a way better executive when sure. you learn how to ask the right question instead of give the right answer. When that's your focus, it's a, it it made me a way better executive, and it would for you too. It's it's money and time and training well spent. Yeah, it's on my 2023 to-do board. So, well, look, I uh, my dude is a is a executive coach, the guy I went to, but he's in Sarasota. He's at least in Florida. Um, and uh, if you'd ever want to chat with him, I would. Uh, I'd be glad to connect you guys. Um, if you want to do life coaching, what I'm doing now is all life coaching. I do very little executive coaching. I do, you know, some. It used to be I would do a little bit of life coaching and all my executive coaching. Now I do a little bit of executive coaching in what turns out to be life coaching. So, sure. um, but uh, once you learn how to coach and ask the questions, you know, it's a, which, which vein you're in matters less. Yeah. All right, man. Well, here's a tidbit for you this morning. I submitted my application for a Ted talk. So that's what I was doing this morning when you and I were texting. Yes. I was writing my okay. application. So we shall see uh, if, uh, if I made it. And the topic, the big idea, you know, they want to know the big idea. Um, the awkward conversation that we avoid mm -hmm. is kind of the theme. Everybody's, everybody's one awkward conversation away from a better life. And I want to read exactly what I wrote. What if C-suite leaders didn't have to be trapped by their past success but were empowered by it? What if they didn't have to suppress their feelings and could use them to force as a force for good? What if more people could take a bet on themselves and live out their calling? And what if they didn't have to contact me, a random guy on the internet, to feel safe to talk about it? 
What if companies promoted people and helped them find their second half story, even if it wasn't in their company? Imagine the line out the door to work for a company like that. Hmm. Yeah. That's the big agree. idea. Thousand percent. I know. Yeah. So fingers crossed. What's so, the process look like? What do you, is it? Here's the deal. Um, one of my contacts, I'd, I'd had a few people say, Hey, you should do TED talk. And, yeah, it's on my list. And then today uh, I got um, just somebody in, in my LinkedIn feed said applications are due yesterday. So I submitted it today, a day late. So I might get DQ'd before I even get going, <laughs> but, uh, but it's, it's TEDx Sioux Falls. The application's done. I guess I'll wait a year. If I got to wait a year, go to Sioux City or something. But, uh, I, uh, I sent this guy a personal email to him. He said, hey, look, hopefully, hopefully this, is, this is all good to go. Um, so anyway, we shall see. Awesome. The process awesome. then next will be, you know, I'll, we'll get alerted in March um, of, the, of the people that are, that are going to do it. And then I don't know the process from there. It actually takes place in May. Yeah, we'll all stay tuned. Yeah, there we go, man. All right, Adam. Well, we almost had another podcast after the podcast. We almost did. Yeah, a twofer. We might want to just post this whole thing next next Monday on on our off week as a bonus. You know what? Maybe, maybe, maybe. Let's give it some thought. I'm I'm open to that. Yeah, we'll see. It could work. All right, man. Hey, thanks for you being you, dude. Yeah, take it easy. Maybe I'll see you soon. Yeah. Look, hey, if we play our cards right, we're gonna yeah. actually we're gonna get to see each other's height, see what yeah. see what we yeah. can't see, you know, see what we look like below yeah. below uh-huh. the chest. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's, gonna be, that pants it's gonna be a real yeah, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be a real good thing for sure. <laughs> that we're not in our pajama uh, pants, I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> All right, man. Well I'm gonna hit the beach and then I'm gonna come back and do some writing, man. I got a chapter right. to hit. All right, take it easy. See you on the next page, my friend.